Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. Going back to the book of Philemon, we started on the last podcast talking about this little book, this little letter that the Apostle Paul wrote for a slave by the name of Onesimus, so he could take it back to his master. And if you've not listened to the last podcast, I challenge you to do that and lay the groundwork for what we're going to say today. But basically what had taken place, Onesimus had ran away from his master. He had found himself in Rome. The providence of God brought Onesimus and Paul together. Paul had won Philemon, his master, to the Lord. Paul apparently won Onesimus to the Lord. And Onesimus was fearing going back to Philemon. And so Paul said, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a letter. And I'm going to write of my own hand. And I'm going to send this letter back to you, with you. And we begin on the last podcast with the title, Let the Letter Speak for You. Let the letter speak for you. Because this letter is a wonderful illustration of salvation. Let me give you just a few thoughts. Number one, this letter deals with the impurity of sin. In verse number 10 and verse number 11, I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds, which in times past was to thee unprofitable, but now profitable to thee and to me. The first thing that this letter speaks of is the impurity of sin. It deals with the impurity of sin. He said, this is my son. You know what he's saying? He's my son in the faith. That's what he's referring to. I've won him to Christ when I was a prisoner. And he said in times past he was unprofitable, but now is profitable. Do you know what the amazing thing about that is? The name Onesimus means profitable. And Paul is making a play on words here. He learned it from the best. Jesus did that. Paul saying profitable became unprofitable, but now he's profitable again. Isn't that the way the gospel works? It restores. He had fallen from profitable to unprofitable, but he's been restored back to profitable. Just like the fall of man. The gospel, the letter, takes care of sin's defilement. The letter deals with the impurity of sin. The Bible talks about in Romans chapter 3, verse number 10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together be become unprofitable. If you can't see the gospel in this little story of Philemon, uh, I mean, I don't know if you could see anything in the book. He said, we're just like that runaway slave. We are unprofitable. God made us for his service. We are to be bond slaves of the Almighty. We are in sin and in rebellion, unprofitable. And it is the gospel of Jesus Christ that has taken an unprofitable person like me and made him profitable. You, talk, you take Adam. Adam was profitable. Sin caused him to be unprofitable. But now he's profitable because of grace. But, but, Brother Jeremy, you don't know what I've done. Hold out the letter. Let the letter speak for you. But, but Brother Jeremy, you don't know what I've said. Let the letter speak for you. 
but you don't you don't know where I've been. Let the letter speak for you. But you don't know what I've touched. Let the letter speak for you. That letter speaks of the impurity of sin. But the gospel of Jesus makes something beautiful of our broken lives. The the devil tries to defeat us. He tries to overwhelm us with our impurities, with our faults, with our failures, where we've been, what we've said, what we've done, how we've acted. And I'm telling you, he he's such a, the devil is such a jerk because he'll bring up all the unprofitable parts of our life. All of that that we shouldn't have been and shouldn't have said and shouldn't have touched and shouldn't have done. But we have a letter. We have a letter. We have a, a gospel that speaks for us. And the gospel tells us what we are. And it tells us who we are. Let the letter speak for you. That letter deals with the impurity of sin. But that letter also deals with the isolation of sin. Because Onesimus was not only impure, but he had been isolated. He had been separated from the master because of his sin. Onesimus, let the letter speak for you. Verse 12 said, Whom I have sent again, thou therefore receive him. And verse 15, For perhaps he therefore departed for a season that thou shouldest receive him. And in verse 17, If thou count me therefore a partner, receive him. As myself. He said, Philemon, I want you to receive Onesimus. I want you to receive him like you would receive me. Oh, man. You see Christ in that? Paul is in the place of Christ. Philemon is in the place of the Father. Onesimus is in the place of the fallen man. He's a runaway slave. He should have been put to death. But Paul said, I want you, Philemon, to treat him like you would treat me. What an illustration of the substitutionary death of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know why God receives me? Because Jesus asked him to. And you know what Jesus has said to the Father? Father, Jeremy Simpson's a runaway slave. Jeremy Simpson is unprofitable, but he has now been made profitable. And I want you to receive him as you would receive me. And receive him not as a servant, but receive him as a brother. Perhaps he therefore, verse 15, departed for a season that thou shouldest receive him forever. Not now as a servant, but above a servant, a brother beloved. This letter removes the distance. Let the letter speak for you. This letter removes the isolation. This letter removes the separation. We're no longer at distance with the master. But Ephesians chapter 1 tells us 6, To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted. That word accepted means He's made us received. God has received us. The Bible said in Ephesians 2.13, But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Christ. I read this one time. It says, near, so very near to God, near I cannot be. For in the person of God's Son, I am as near as He. 
Dear, so dear to God, dear I cannot be. For in the person of God's Son, I am as dear as He. What an illustration. What an illustration here in this passage of how the letter, the Word of God, deals with the impurity of sin and the Word of God deals with the isolation of sin. But then the third thing you see is the letter deals with the indebtedness to sin. Isolation and impurity and indebtedness. Remember that Onesimus owed his master, and he had nothing to pay. He owed Philemon, and he had nothing to pay. And you know what? Verse number 18, look at verse 18. It says this. He says, If he hath wronged thee or oweth thee aught, put that on my account. That's shouting ground right there. Whatever he owes you, whatever he took from you, whatever he stole from you, however he wronged you, put that on my account. And Paul, written in his own hand, said, I will repay it. And that's what Jesus said about me. He's a renegade. He's a rebel. He's a runaway. I want you to receive him as you would receive me. He was profitable, but now he's profitable. And if he owes you anything, put that on my account. As a child of God today, your record is clear. As a child of God today, your debt has paid, been paid in full. Every blot, every blur, every blemish has been put on the account of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it ain't no wonder the songwriter wrote these words, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Don't ever let anybody intimidate you because of your past if you've come to Christ. Don't let the devil torture you because of your past if you've come to Christ. There is a letter that speaks for you, and it's the Word of God. Romans 8.33 said, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. God called you just. That means your debts are paid in full, your spiritual debt paid in full, by the precious blood of Christ. Now, during uh, the Roman Empire and the Roman reign, according to Roman law, when a man sinned against the state and he had a debt he couldn't pay, they'd put him in prison, and they called it the debtor's prison. And his crime that he had committed would be listed and written out a certificate of debt. And they would take that certificate of debt to where he was in prison, and they would nail it on the jailhouse door. And and what it was saying is he had to stay in that prison until that debt had been paid. And when he had paid, uh, when the debt had been paid, they would write across the certificate of debt, canceled or paid, and they would give it to him, and he would carry it with him out of prison, and it would say paid in full. When someone would bring up that debt to the prisoner, he could show them that certificate where it had been written, paid in full. The letter would speak for him. And that's exactly what Jesus did when he cried on the cross in John 19. It is finished. He was saying it's paid. It's finished. It's done. Hold up your head today. Walk in victory today. Don't let Satan defeat you today. Know that you are no longer under the impurity of sin. You are no longer under the isolation of sin. And you're no longer under the indebtedness of sin. 
We've got a letter. We've got a letter. We've got a letter. Let the letter speak for you. Just hold it out. When you see Philemon, just hold it out. Here, I got a letter. Son, I'm telling you, I'm glad we've got an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. I want you to go out today and do what God asked us to do. He said, you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. Salt purifies that which is around it. Light illuminates that which is around it. And how we need somebody to be a testimony today. If you're listening in the afternoon, plan on purpose. Tomorrow when I go to school, when I go to work, when I go out to this world, I'm going to be salt. I'm going to be light. And don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.